I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. I'm here with you on this journey of motherhood to just find practical ways to remove some of the unnecessary stress from our days and to make it just a little bit easier step-by-step and a whole lot more intentional. And today's episode is all about being more intentional for ourselves and our mindset with our thoughts and emotions. And our fantastic guest today, Melissa, has so much wisdom for us that I know this is specifically for you listening. There's something special here for you today that if you have ever found yourself spiraling in your mind with all of the thoughts and all the emotions that you're building this narrative in your head and getting frustrated with your family and not being the mom you want to be because you're so reactive and just all the emotions are flying and and you just feel a little bit stuck and like you're on the hamster wheel and then we feel guilty for our emotions and feeling anxious or feeling angry and so if you've ever been in that place I've got a solution for you today and some fresh perspective and some real truth to the situation. And so I'm just really looking forward to you hearing this and having some breakthrough and more grace for yourself to learn you don't need to beat yourself up for those emotions and what to do instead. So join us and let's talk about our thoughts and emotions and what we do with them. Here we go. A quick insider peek, there is so much going on behind the scenes right now that I am preparing for you guys. And one of them I have really just drug my feet that I didn't want to do because I just wasn't sure about all the components that it was really what I wanted to offer. And I've decided it's worth it and it's important And it's an easier way for me to hear from you guys, because that's the whole point is to talk to one another and encourage one another and share in these practical ideas and strategies. And I think the best way to do that is going to be through a Facebook group. And so I've avoided it for a long time, but I am going to be setting that up and that way we can chat. You can hop over into the group and ask your questions related to the episode or just intentional motherhood. And we can support one another with all the intentional living tips and strategies. So if you're not on the email list, get on that so that you will get the first word of when that's set up and be able to join um, right away. So head to the show notes and there's a link there for you to sign up for the email list and I'll be sending details out soon. All right, everyone, welcome to the podcast today. I have a very cool topic for us, and our guest, Melissa, is joining us to help us think through our thoughts and emotions, and I don't know about you, but I have a lot of both, especially as a Christian mom with what to do with our emotions and the role they play and how we balance it all. So we're just going to really dive into the subject of our emotions and what we do with them and let's get into it. But before we do, I'm going to have Melissa introduce herself and just go ahead and tell us a little bit about you before we get started. 
Absolutely, Julie. Thank you so much for having me here today. Um, I'm Melissa Paduzzi, and I am at Mom Life by Design, where I um, coach moms that are stuck in overwhelm and frustration, um, just move into a place of joy. And for me, it started because when I became a mom through the blessing of adoption, my reality clashed in with my expectations like nobody's business. And I was so frustrated by where I found myself. I was constantly snapping at everybody. I felt overwhelmed all the time. And I said, this is not how I want to live my life. I want more joy. And I can remember texting all of my friends and being like, can you please just pray with me to find my joy again? I feel like I have lost it. And God answered my prayer by sending me a coach um, who helped me work through what was going on in my mind and in my heart and in my feelings um, to be able to come to that place of joy again. And it was so revolutionary for me that I knew that God was equipping me to be able to bring that to other moms. And that's where Mom Life by Design was born, was just out of this desire that no mom stay stuck in overwhelm and frustration, but everyone be able to walk in the joy that God's called us to as moms. Mm, yeah, I love it. And and I just love how I'm big on expectations over here. And I feel like it comes up so often. So I love that you use that word expectations too, because I feel like that's the source of so much of our overwhelm is this expectation we have of what this motherhood journey looks like and just constantly not meeting that and the friction mm-hmm. that we have there, which results in just daily overwhelm. So yes, more joy, please. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's go into your lane here of helping our mindset. And I wanted to just start with, we have all of all the thoughts and all the emotions, like I said, constantly scrolling through. So just kind of starting at like a foundation level of, all right, what's the difference in our thoughts and our emotions and kind of that relationship between the two, how they affect each other? This is one of my favorite things. Um, We don't realize this. We just think we're feeling our feelings, but our thoughts are literally creating our emotions. Mm. We like to blame it on other people, our husband, the kids, the circumstances that we find ourselves in, but we are literally creating how we feel with our thoughts. And I like to compare our thoughts and our minds to (laughs) an unsupervised three-year-old with a Sharpie. Anybody ever been there? (laughs) I've been there a hundred percent. My youngest um, got into the Sharpies. We don't know how and proceeded to practice his letters, which he was learning all over the back of our couch. Um, And they were some beautiful J's that he wrote on the back of the couch, but they were definitely not in the right place. So when there's an unsupervised three-year-old running around with a Sharpie, they can get pretty creative, but it's also pretty destructive. And our thoughts are the same way. And that's exactly why God tells us to take our thoughts captive, to be renewed by the transforming of our minds is because we don't want to be the three-year-old with the Sharpie. We want to have control of what we create. And our minds are creating that for us every day with every thought that we have. Now, just for example, the other day, I was feeling like super frustrated with everybody. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. happens. We've all been there, right? Everybody in my house was wrong. And I was the only one that was right. And I was irritable, (laughs) snapping at everybody and everything, you know, the things that you would normally just laugh at. And then it was just all a big deal. And so I finally paused and I was able to dig a little bit deeper. And I realized I was creating that frustration for myself with the thoughts I was thinking, no one appreciates what I do around here. It's not fair that I've got to cook dinner every night. Why does no one pick up after themselves and leave trash everywhere? 
So with all of these thoughts, I was generating this frustration in my body that was then overflowing on everybody all around me. And so it wasn't serving me. It wasn't creating this environment that I wanted to as a mom. It wasn't me showing up how I wanted to show up all because of those little sneaky thoughts that I was allowing to ruminate in my brain and come back to over and over again. So we get to shine the flashlight of our attention on whatever we want to illuminate. And certainly we can choose to illuminate the frustrating things. They're there. Our mind finds what we tell it to look for. And so when we point it in the direction of all of those frustrating things, it's going to find every evidence to prove itself right. And so we get the power to take that thought captive and say, you know what? This isn't serving me. I'm going to pick a different thought. Just what a joy it is to serve my family. And then when I think about that and I look for the evidence of that, I show up in a much different way than the mom who's biting everybody's head off. Instead, I can laugh at the things that I want to laugh at. We can gently correct the things that need to be corrected and we can move forward in joy instead of that frustration. So it's kind of a catch 22 emotions and thoughts. are two different things, but we're creating them um, with what we think and what we, how we move forward in our day. And it's just incredible. The power that God's given us in our thinking. Yeah. And I think that's really fascinating because we like to kind of put thoughts and emotions as two separate categories. And really this shows how intertwined they are that you, it's hard to separate because we're constantly fueling one or the other. And I love that you said our mind finds what we tell it to look for. That's so powerful and intentional, which I, of course, love here. And but it's a lot of work (laughs) to be intentional because I think our default is to live in that like fight or flight mode of just letting those thoughts reign and therefore letting our emotions kind of rage on one extreme or the other. Um, So yeah, it's just very eye opening if we can pause, like you said, you had to pause so much power in that and recalibrate things to be like, okay, I'm the one having all these internal thoughts that no one else is hearing. I'm picking this fight that no one else is a part of because it's all in my head <laughs> and creating this situation that isn't what I want. So it's it's yes. really, we're really messing with ourselves here. <laughs> I think too, it's also crazy how many thoughts we create about the emotions we're feeling. Um, And so we get all of these thoughts, like I shouldn't feel this way or guilt or shame around the feelings that we're experiencing. And so we put ourselves in this nasty little cycle of just going through thinking these things, feeling these things that we, that aren't serving us, that aren't creating the mission that God's called us to, that isn't allowing us to show up as the mom God wants us to be because we're stuck in our own little cycle of making this negative emotion cycle run our lives. Yeah. And so our yeah, and our emotions, they're not truth. They don't tell us what's true. They're like the check engine light for us. They're a little messenger. They're like, hey, something needs attention over here. And so when we can put emotions in their proper spot, not as truth tellers, but as messengers, we can process those in a much more healthy way than trying to move forward either by shaming the feelings and saying that we shouldn't feel them or by leaning into them and letting them drive the ship forward. Mm, That's good. So I like that messengers are not truth tellers, Um, like that our emotions are just the messenger, not the necessarily the truth. So how do we do you have any like practical 
like day to day. How do we navigate that as we catch ourselves in that moment? We're having all the mom thoughts. How do we get that pause and realize, you know, when your your kid is on your last nerve, it's hard to check yourself and <laughs> calm down. How do we, when we're having these thoughts, stop and be like, hey, this isn't truth. It feels like it. It really feels like it, but it's not necessarily truth. Can you give us some tips on how we navigate it? Yeah. I think one thing that we really love to run from, but is that it's vital to being able to move forward is to actually feel that feeling that you're feeling. Now that may mean you need to separate yourself for five minutes and go have a moment. That is perfectly acceptable. But when we're experiencing feelings, they're already there. We can't stop the train. We can't get off the train. They're in our bodies and they have a message for us. And so if we try to just plow forward, without dealing with what's already in our body at that time, it's going to be really unsuccessful. It's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. (laughs) We've all been there with our kids doing that. You know, they hold the beach Mm -hmm. ball under the water and then what happens? Eventually it pops up. Yeah, (laughs) It hits you in the face. It hits your neighbor in the face. (laughs) It's like insanity. We can't keep stuffing our feelings down and expect them not to explode out on everyone around us in the most unloving ways. And so when you catch yourself, it's okay to pull out for a minute and be like, I need to go feel this. I feel very angry right now in my body. I don't want to respond out of my anger, but it's here and I've got to deal with it. And so you can pull out and then you start to process that. This is one of the things that was the hardest for me to learn as a previous feeling stuffer um, was just how to process my emotions. And I felt like it was going to take forever if I allowed myself to lean into anger, that I was going to be stuck here forever or sadness. I don't want to feel sad because what if I never not feel sad? And as I've learned to process my emotions, it's been almost funny to me how quickly they move through your body when you just allow them to be there. I think it takes about 90 seconds for that emotion to come in, to be here, to feel it in my body and to allow it to dissipate and then be able to think a new thought that then drives a new emotion forward. And so for me, what that looks like, if anybody's wondering, it's a little um, a little strange to talk through, but this is how it feels. Um, so it comes into your body and I'll be like, whoa, I'm feeling angry. My face feels hot. My heart is racing. I'll put my hand where I can feel it, like over my heart and hold it there. I can feel it right here. Having trouble breathing right now. I'm seeing red. If I were to give it a color, it would be really dark red and really vibrant. My fingers feel like they're almost vibrating and they want to clench into fists. And so I'll just kind of talk myself through that and breathe through it as I feel it. And then as I talk through it, it starts to feel less and less. Oh, it's it's lessening its grip on my chest. I can breathe a little bit easier now. My heart rates come down as I sat with it and I breathe through it. And then at those moments when my brain's turned back on and the anger isn't trying to control me, I can say, okay, well, what is that anger trying to tell me? In this moment, that anger has a message for me. And what is that? It may be that you need a snack. A lot of times for me, it's that I need a snack. And I'm like, oh, let me go grab some water and a piece of turkey and an orange and we'll be okay. Sometimes it's that there's an issue that needs to be resolved and you need to talk through it. But from that calm place, after you've allowed that anger to move through your body, you can then move forward in a productive way instead of letting that anger drive you forward to do things that you don't want to do, like yell or slam things around 
or throw a book across the table. I have been there and I have done all of those things and it's not pretty. And so when you can pull back, allow that anger to be there, allow it to move through and then think, what is it that you're trying to tell me today? What's the most loving message that you have for me and move forward in that, that allows you to be present as the mom, the the mom God called you to be instead of this frustrated, frazzled, angry mom, that's just acting off of impulse instead of taking a moment to pause and reflect. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, being so reactive to get out of Mm. the reactive mode and to look for the truth of the emotion, like what's actually here to realize I'm raging around, like snapping at my kids when really I'm just hungry. But if you don't pause and like think through that, you're just frustrated at what they're doing and you're just mad at your kids when if you slow down it's like okay I was just hungry or like I'm still annoyed at a conversation I had earlier this morning that I haven't dealt with so maybe I need to take five minutes to like write down some thoughts to get it out of my head and be able to deal with it later like just the power of not continuing the reactive cycle and finding the truth so I think that's a great just kind of carrying through what you said before of just asking yourself in that moment, how can I pause and find the truth behind mm-hmm. these emotions and not just keep reacting? Yes. That's cool. Yeah. And just teaching our, I've been doing a lot of um, understanding more of the like conscious parenting and all these things. And a lot of it is, is reminding me of that. And so I think this is what a great testament and witness to our kids to teach them if we can even verbalize some of this out loud to be like, whoa, guys, I'm sorry. I am losing my mind right now and I don't need to be. And it's not your fault. <laughs> Let me yes. go take a minute to deal with my feelings because I have big feelings right now. And yes. I'll come back to you, like teaching them that they have that ability too to be like, they can step away and be like, I have really big feelings right now, even if that's all they can say. And you can help teach them how to work through that. So yeah, this is great. (laughs) So beautiful. Yes. It's such a good reminder to you. Like this, the influence that what we do has on our kids and it's never wrong to apologize. They learn so much through our apologies and how that we navigate. They're going to have a thousand things to apologize for too, even into adulthood and to watch the adults that are important in their lives and model that for them. It sets them up for so much success. I love that so much. Yeah. Cause it's really that generational change and to really motivate you guys to do this work because it can feel hard to do. Mm -hmm. It's easier just to react and it is harder to pause and find the truth behind our feelings and our, our thoughts. And, and so us doing the work now is having our kids hopefully do less work. (laughs) We're giving them the tools up front and teaching them so that they have a little bit easier time and we can shift this and they can be more in tune and when we're not so reactive and just highly emotional constantly, then there's room to hear from Jesus. There's room for the Holy Spirit to nudge you and give you insights when, when your emotions are just so elevated, like you, you can't, you're just so your brain is swirling and you can't receive. And so I think this is just really powerful to be in a place to receive so I just wanted to kind of segue to, um, to give you opportunity to speak to that a little bit too, as well of just where like talking with Jesus and getting input um, from him in dealing with our emotions and our thoughts. Yes. Yes. I think we miss so many times the wide emotions of 
the wide range of emotions in the Bible. Um, there are so many, I'm reading through the Psalms right now, and there are so many emotions in the Psalms yeah. and you can read the Psalm writer will be like, I am so depressed. I am so afraid. I am so anxious right now. I'm so angry. And they're talking to God. God mm -hmm. can handle our big feelings. And then they always come back to a, but I trust you, God, but I know that you're in control, but I know that you are looking out for me. They always come back to the truth after they share their big feelings with God. And in Ecclesiastes, it says there's, you know, a time for all of the feelings. There's mm -hmm. always a space for these. And it also says in the Bible, in your anger, do not sin. It's not the anger that's the sin. It's what we do with the anger. Like we talked about before, if we let the anger lead us, it can certainly lead us into sin and in ways we don't want to move forward. But the anger isn't the problem. It's what we do with it. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times we take those principles of scripture that we hear, you know, don't worry about anything. Don't be afraid. That's God's perfect plan for us because we can trust him wholeheartedly. But we live in a broken world full of sin and we can never be perfect. And so we beat ourselves up with those things when we feel worry or we feel anxious or we feel afraid that we've done something wrong because the Bible says don't do those things. But it's not telling us that as a harsh taskmaster. It's telling us that out of love that God can be trusted. And so when we look to the example in the Psalms of Jesus, when he felt he was a full human and felt every single emotion under the sun. And as he felt those emotions, he brought them to God and then he submitted to his will in prayer. And so we can do the same thing with our big feelings that we're having. The feelings aren't bad. It's what we do with them that can determine whether or not we're walking according with God's plan. And so when we bring them under the authority of Jesus, when we acknowledge how we feel, I'm having this really big feeling, Jesus, I don't know what to do with it. Can you help me? He's right there with us. He is able to be trusted with our biggest feelings, with our biggest fears, with our biggest failings. And will be right there with us in the midst of it. He's been there and he understands what it feels like and can help us walk through to the other side. And I think that's just so beautiful that we have an example like Jesus who lived this out. He lived it out perfectly. And he's here with us in this moment. Each motherhood moment that we experience that feels like we're at the end of our rope. He's there with us and we can trust him. That's really powerful. And I, I just want to emphasize, because I think that is something we need to hear. I know so many people suffer with anxiety and a lot of anxious thoughts and how it literally is like, do not be anxious <laughs> and submit your worries to God. And that's, that's the point that you bring up of that. It's out of love that he's there with us being like, I'm here, share it with me share those feelings with me. Like I got you. And that it's not that that feeling is a sin or evil to have anxious thoughts. It's a natural flow that can happen. And then, yeah, it's the choice of 
and I know there's a, a broad range. So I don't, um, I don't mean to like offend anyone who needs extra assistance. Like there's the full gamut, but the goal is to, when you're really struggling with those anxious thoughts, to be able to release them to say, okay, Jesus, it is a heavy anxiety day. Like I really need you. I know you don't want this for me. Help me, <laughs> help me release these and work through these and getting additional help to work through them. But yeah, just to release the guilt of, of some of these feelings that we um, label as bad. And then we're not getting out of that cycle. If we're just like, I'm feeling this awful feeling. And now I'm awful because I'm feeling the awful feeling. And we just, you know, that's how we go. We spiral all the way down and it goes forever. Yeah. Yes. And we can also get in this spiral. You know, I've already felt this. I felt this anxiety and we dealt with it. Like we had a better day today. Why am I back here in this place again? Mm, but yeah. our feelings, they, they're they allowed to be here. They come back over and over and over again. And nothing is wrong with you when you experience them again. God's created us as emotional feeling people. And so they're going to come back. It may be a little bit easier to let that process through your body the second, the third, the fourth time, but it's still going to come back. And I know for me, I've had some hard emotions that have come through and I'm like, Jesus, aren't we done with this? Like, I'm, I'm really done with this emotion. I'd really love to be done with this, but there's another message for me there. Another loving message for me there. And another chance to say, Jesus, I trust you with this too, even though it feels big and hard and scary and gross. And I don't want to do it again. I trust you here in this moment again instead of shaming myself for being like, we ended up here again. What are you doing? You're such a failure. We should have, we processed this thing already. Let's move on. No, I'm a human. I feel human feelings. And we're just going to keep doing this every day with whatever comes up. We're going to feel it. We're going to release it to God and we're going to walk according to his plan for us. Yeah. That's a good reminder that it is continual. That it, and, <laughs> and when we have them again, it is a learning opportunity. Sometimes there's still teaching to be done and you can ask God for the lesson. Sometimes there's not an obvious lesson there. And it's just that you're just going through your humanness of emotions. But I feel like we do, if you're in that mindset, you are going to learn from it and be able to work through it more efficiently and quickly. And I had recently had a conversation with my daughter. I can't remember what was going on. I think she was, she was nervous and not being able to get herself out of it. And I was like, if you want to change your feelings, you have to change your thoughts Mm -hmm. and kind of circling back to where we started and to just be aware, to simply be aware of those feelings and be like, okay, because I don't know, I like to have a practical thing. Like, okay, like you're saying, I'm done with this. How do we move on? So I'm like, okay, we're in here. I'm done with this. Let's move on as a kind of practical strategy to be like, okay, I'm having these feelings I don't want. What is a new thought I can bring to the table here to move me forward? How do you feel about that? Does that feel in line or correct me in my thinking? That's a great way to go about it. Just don't skip the part of feeling the feeling that's already there. 
Mm, I think we get ourselves in a lot of trouble when we try to just thought swap. You know, we can see the bad thought from a mile away and we know what we want to think, but we ignore that part of feeling that feeling in the middle. And so we're just shoving that beach ball down there with our new thought. (laughs) And so we're still holding the beach ball down, thinking a new thought. And guess what's going to pop up and hit us eventually? That (laughs) beach ball that we're pushing down. So you can't skip the part of feeling the feelings as much as I wish we could, that would be great to press a little fast forward button. Yeah. I'm going to skip grief. Thank you very much. I'll skip the anger, but it's there. Yeah. And it just wants to give us a message. And so as long as you feel those feelings, that's a great way to handle it is to focus on a new thought that will put you where you want to be instead of where you are now. And that's a, yeah, that's a great point. Don't skip ahead. I do like (laughs) to do that sometimes. That was perfect. (laughs) Feel the feeling and then retrain your brain for new thoughts. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. So helpful. I think we went full circle here of thoughts and emotions and and diving through them. And I wanted to just, again, highlight a couple key pieces that you said throughout here. You guys will have to re-listen and get it all again. But I want to just point out that how we started those, a lot of our thoughts are just literally our thoughts in our head that other people aren't hearing. So we can't get angry at our family when they don't know the story that we're telling ourselves (laughs) right now and that our mind finds what we tell it to look for. And I love that intentional mindset here of, of navigating everything. It's like, okay, do I want to look for more negative things to be frustrated about and have anxious thoughts about, or what do I want to look for? And just kind of training will help um, alleviate and that our emotions aren't always true. They're just messengers, but they're not always truth. And so those were a couple of things. I just wanted to make sure we went over again and not (laughs) the whole expectation again of um, stuffing the feelings down, not skipping (laughs) and what happens, they're eventually going to come out. So just to be reminded, it's okay to sit with your, your feelings for a little bit. Um, Yeah. So I wanted to give you a chance if there's anything else that you wanted to speak to that we haven't gone over about this or um, how they can get in touch with you. Cause I know it's sometimes it's just that outside perspective that is so, so helpful. Like, I know it's like, you can help other people. Sometimes you're like, Oh, I help other, my friends through their emotions. Fine. Why am I having an issue? And it's just that fresh perspective. And so, yeah, I know that's really valuable. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. Yes. We talk all the time. It's about, you know, trying to get the speck out of your brother's eye when you have a plank mm-hmm. in your own. It's really hard to see your own plank. Um, And so that's exactly what coaching is, um, is being able to have that accountability partner there with you to help you see your thoughts, because we are so up in them that it's sometimes hard to see what's causing it so much pain that we're experiencing. And when you have someone else to say, hey, I can see this. Let me help you walk through this. It's a beautiful thing. But um, I'm at momlifebydesign.com. I have... um, a few spots on my calendar for a free coaching call um, for anyone who is ready to move out of being stuck or feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. And we'll just meet together via Zoom for 30 minutes to talk about what's going on um, and an action. They'll leave with an actionable step to move forward in their life out of that overwhelm. Um, and so we have a couple of spots for that. And I also have a free download of thoughts for moms to practice to generate more joy. Um, an emotion we all love to feel and want to have more of as a mom. And so it's available at momlifebydesign slash thoughts um, for anybody who wants just some new thoughts to practice to generate those emotions. 
And so like, as they're moving forward, I would just encourage all the mamas, your kids are sponges and they are watching everything that you do. They are learning so much from the way that you respond in situations. And as you learn to get a handle on your emotions, your thoughts, and creating this world that you want, creating your mom life by design, as you're doing that, they're watching and learning and they'll start doing these things too. And you can have these intentional conversations with them when they're not super escalated. We could absolutely walk them through this process when they are escalated, but when they're not, you can talk to them about how their thoughts are generating their feelings and what to do with big feelings and that it's okay to go to Jesus with big feelings that he had them too, and he knows what to do with them. And we can ask him for help and we can be there with them. But as a mama doing the work, you are impacting so many generations to come by the way that you take control of what you're building in your life and what you're doing is so important. And I'm so proud of you for saying, I want to change. I want to create with intention the life that God has called us to, full of joy, full of peace, and full of chaos because we're moms, Um, but it can all coexist together. And so he sees you, he sees what you're doing, and he's right there with you in the midst of all of it. Mm. That what a perfect wrap up and such a beautiful picture to full circle with our kids. So take that to heart, you guys, and just I pray you're encouraged to do this process and share it with your kids and work on it together and hold each other accountable. And I just want to do another pitch for reaching out to Melissa because, again, if you're in a situation and you're not happy with your current motherhood, you're not happy with your struggle with your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings, it's not going to change until you do the intentional action. So give yourself, you have nothing to lose with a 30 minute chat with her to just get that boost and a plan. So I just encourage you guys to not be afraid to take the step and get control of your emotions and thoughts and feeling better and not being stuck and overwhelmed in have more joy that God has called you to. So thank you so much, Melissa, for um, being here today. I really appreciate you. Well, thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. I've loved talking with you. Wow. So you might need to listen to that one again. I know that was to speak to the heart of some of you listening who have been beating yourself up for feeling anxious or angry with your kids and just to feel a little bit of relief of how to navigate those feelings and having some practical ways to work through our emotions and realizing that they're not necessarily truth and that they're just kind of little red flags to pay attention to and and to navigate from there and so i just pray that you feel just renewed and refreshed with this perspective and if you do need that extra support and like a friend in your corner to navigate this, definitely reach out to her. Everything's in the show notes. Uh, But I just pray that you joining in on this conversation today just was a blessing to you. And if it was, I pray that you would also share it with a friend who may need to hear it as well, that they'll stop beating themselves up over their thoughts and emotions. And you guys can hold each other accountable for working through them and, and figuring out how to navigate all all that is motherhood and all the thoughts and feelings that come with it and just feel better equipped to handle it and how to teach our kids to handle it as well. 
All right, till next time.